0: Last time, on The Lovely Craftians, the spooky crew made it to their safe house, and Glenn took Jubilee out of town. On the way, she offered perspective, though Glenn didn't agree with ending the world, I don't see why. In a surprise twist, Jubilee got the upper hand, leaving Glenn out to pasture. This episode contains adult language and situations and supernatural horror and is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. So, Esther and Casey, you have been sitting at the safe house for a a couple hours now. Uh, It is peak traffic time, so wherever he was going, you knew it was going to take him a while to get there. But it started to get dark. It is Wednesday night. Just earlier today, (laughs) you guys destroyed a cafe. Oops. And you had your showdown with Cubs Hat Guy, who is an avatar of Nearleth Tap of some sort. And Sam and Glenn managed to kill him. Yay. Yay.
1: Yay. <laughs> but Neo
0: hulked out and took off with Casey. And then you guys all kind of triangulated from there and grouped up. And then you tried to get George involved. And George hit the end of his resilience. Because he was like, what the fuck? And it was after George. you guys had called him right after Jubilee had been lying in wait in <laughs> Esther's apartment and had her. I don't want to call it a fight because it kind of was. But it's not like you guys were trying to kill each other.
2: <laughs> Couldn't kill no. her. No, never. <laughs> you had your Mr. and
0: Mrs. Smith moment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> And then George was like uh, uh, Fuck this shit I'm out Here's my car keys go I, I need to sit here and breathe for a while And that's how you guys got to the safe house So We're gonna say It's probably about 8 You're starting to get a little nervous Because you haven't heard from Glenn And you should have at least gotten like a I'm on my way back kind of message Something right
3: yeah i imagine like esther would have texted a bunch to the spooky crew group chat being like are you dead please don't be dead like (laughs) uh, uh, just like worried emojis hug emojis like please come back
1: (laughs) and like glenn hasn't answered any of our text messages has he
0: no you keep getting little errors that it keeps getting bounced back like there's no signal
3: Curse nature. This is why I don't go camping.
1: Maybe we shouldn't have let him go by himself.
3: Well, the alternative was we went with him and I did not want to do that. <laughs> not with Crazy Lady in the car.
1: Yeah, but I mean like Glenn does have a gun and I don't know. That's why I thought he'd be fine and Neil would have sat on her.
3: Oh, that's true. Well, you know, maybe he's okay. Maybe he's detectiving, and he has to put his phone on vibrate to do that. And he is not checking it because he's so attentive to his detecting. Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Esther. Yeah. Yeah. And Casey kind of, like, leans forward and puts, like, her hands together in front of her chin and just stares at her. Mm -hmm. After all we've been through in about a week and a half, (laughs) do you think you really, do you truly think that's what happened? (laughs)
3: Listen. She just stares at her. As the eldest one in the room. I like to think of myself as the wisest one. When you get to be my age, you'll understand. Um, (laughs) And there's a thing called um, a straw that can break the camel's back, okay? My camel's back is my mental health at this moment. And I just don't need that straw to break it, you know? So I'm just gonna do what any sensible adult does and I'm gonna push it down And not think about that.
1: So you're saying that when things get bad, you just block it out? Is is that the adult thing to do?
3: Is it an adult thing that adult people do? Yes. Is it the adult thing to do? I don't think so. But it's nice. Should we I mean what would we even be able to do? We wouldn't be able to like hunt him down we don't have we don't have a car. He took the car.
1: yeah it's been a couple of hours too.
3: what if like the children of the corn got him or something? Do you think that's a thing
0: of you know course. that's a that's the perfect question to ask as we segue over to what Glenn is doing right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so uh what is it it ended where like he's like aiming down like the car drove off um, yeah
0: i'm pretty sure you pretty angrily kicked some rocks yes
2: <laughs> it's like fuck oh, shit okay cool 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 so um he's gonna put his gun away um he's gonna like slick hair out of his face um and then he's gonna pull out his phone um and see if he
0: can call a ride probably or something
2: out of the way or like well no yeah like call a ride first to see if you can do that
0: unfortunately you are out of self-service
2: cool love this okay um
0: hmm. it's now dark Mm -hmm. near a cornfield in the middle of nowhere in january which you have a coat so like you're not gonna die probably not for (laughs) this anyway (laughs)
2: <laughs> oh, yay! Love that. Um, so based off of where I came from, because uh, like, where is the closest town? I guess. Do I need to do uh, an or something
1: like that? Yeah, you'd have to okay. do a navigate. Okay. <laughs>
2: uh, nah, I got an eighty-nine.
0: So, yeah, that's not gonna cut it for a ten. So, to be fair, you were distracted by a, a yeah. really beautiful, crazy woman. hmm <laughs> Let's not say crazy. She's uh, otherwise Felpiest. religiously inclined. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll take that.
0: <laughs> but she was talking your ear off and doing her utmost to, like, deflect from the fact that you guys were driving in the middle of nowhere to just drop her off and be like, peace. <laughs> figure it out, and then she got one over on you, so you're like, god damn it.
2: Damn it, okay. Um, well, if I can't navigate, then I'm just going to walk back down the road where I came from until I get to, like, uh, uh, highway signs, if I know
0: where I am. Alright, roll a power check for me. Cool,
2: cool, cool, cool.
0: Six. Just a six? Yeah, just a six. Nice. One extreme or the other. (laughs) That's (laughs) me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. So you feel a sudden yanking sensation, sort of like somebody's grabbed the front of your shirt and tried to pull you downwards, also sort of in. So you're going almost straight down, but you catch yourself. There's no one physically here. Uh, it takes very little of your effort to realize that this is a yank from the book and a not so gentle one. Oh, what the
2: uh, feeling that um I attentively reach into my coat pocket to pull out the book well, in the pocket to pull out the book yeah uh, we'll see how
0: this goes alright are you opening the book or are you just pulling it out
2: I'm just pulling it out um to see if anything else happens after doing that
0: all right, one more power check. Cool,
2: cool, 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 cool.
0: That's going to be the big role for tonight, I think, is power checks. Power so... checks, okay.
2: So 45.
0: Again, you get a yanking towards the book, but it you resist it. It's insistent. Someone wants to talk to you.
2: <sighs> cool, love this. And he takes a deep breath, and then flips it open, and lets whatever, whoever's trying to
3: talk to
0: him talk to him.
3: Clench your butt cheeks. (laughs) Clench him. Yeah, time time to
0: clench. Uh, Okay, so you are yanked bodily into the book. And I don't mean just like out of your head, like you did last time.
2: Oh, this is just The book grabs
0: a hold of your shirt, yanks you in, and then twists midair and flops with the cover closed onto the dirt road. Oh, And you are pulled through the book. It feels a little weird. There's like a lot of suction. (laughs) It's like all around you for a very brief second. Your ears pop as everything stabilizes and the pressure goes kind of wild for a minute. And when you open your eyes, you are back in the great hall. There is a very large rat like hand really just embedded in your shirt, having twisted it around. Thankfully it didn't catch a nipple or something.
2: <laughs> that is Yes.
0: <laughs>
1: and <laughs> one nippled glance. <blend>, <laughs>
0: However many there were before, uh, they're all in place. (laughs) I don't want to presume to know how many nipples Glenn had. So uh, neither here nor there, you know? Talking about nipples a lot. (laughs) Eh, You know, it's butts or that. Take your pick. Um, So standing before you, you are on your knees. So he seems even taller than before. He already seemed like a pretty larger than life figure, regardless of how diminished his status was but standing before you is Haster. And I think the rat-like visage image of him is really coming in strong because he has a snout now that's sort of poking out. And it isn't entirely rat-like. There's like a rounded, almost reptilian quality to it. But those teeth that are pointed at the end of it as he kind of sneers at you, he's just mm-hmm. missing the whiskers. Very rat-like.
2: Uh... uh. Uh, hi. Um, how was it? Trip? Uh, uh, why am I here?
4: You are going to give them everything.
2: What? What are you talking about?
4: You are practically paving the way for Cthulhu on your own. How? You're handing them the Dreamer.
2: What do you mean I'm handing them dreams? She's at the safe house.
4: Yes, that their follower now knows about. Who has your car?
2: Technically, it's not my car. (laughs) But yes, um, what do I do about it?
0: There's nothing I can do about it. Oh, oh, oh. He (laughs) definitely heard you sass him just now. And he is (laughs) not in the mood for that. and he clenches down on his fist and there is a surge that it starts in your chest and it shoots outward through your veins down to your fingertips and down to your toes like a sudden blood poisoning and the best way to describe it is that you suddenly feel every conceivable reality where you exist is experiencing some horrific disease. There's a version of you out there that's got the plague. There's a version of you that's vomiting themselves endlessly to death. There's somebody who's got scarlet fever, somebody with COVID. (laughs) 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 It's just a series of painful infliction after infliction after infliction happening in the span of a second. And you are aware of every single one of them as it happens. And it is the longest one second of your life. And when he drops his hand and lets go of you, you just collapse onto the floor and have to catch your breath. Fuck.
2: What can I do exactly? I'm one person.
4: You are three people. You are the warrior, you have everything you need, and yet you would hand the dreamer to Nyarlathotep, you would hand the dreamer over to Cthulhu and his followers. Well, I'm
2: not going to let that happen. I don't you know how-
4: okay. already are.
2: What can I do about it now to fix it?
4: You have to do something with her.
2: With... who?
4: With the dreamer. You have to do something with her. You either have to get her... ...away from your realm, which... There is a possibility that there's more than one dreamer on your plane, so even should you save her... ...it's not a guarantee that you stop them. Or you unbind this ritual magic when it happens, but you cannot keep handing her to them. What have you learned of the ritual you need?
2: So, uh, uh, one to draw the barrier and harden the air, uh, and there's we have the, the ghost wand from uh, Hamlin. Uh, uh, one for to ask the offering and harden reserve, and I know there was the the, the shell that uh, you talked to me through. Uh, one to pre- present the offering and seal the fate, but I don't. So you said that like uh, like I need the dreamer in order to unbind the ritual. I don't know what presenting the offering is um, to seal the fate. That's the, that's the only thing I I don't know. I'm, I'm not a magician, as you had stated. If I can't do this, like you said, then I have we have to have to find a way to get her out of this realm, Like you said, that's all I have.
4: I can help you, but it will cost you. I cannot go to your realm, so this information has to come somehow.
2: Okay... What... What will it cost me?
4: For now, you will have to be my avatar on Earth. Because I cannot go there or act directly. I will need someone to act in my stead. And if you want the information I have that will give you more of an idea of your ritual, I need a foothold.
2: So, like, uh, the avatar that I fought with of Nier that's what you're asking me to become for you?
4: Not in so crude a manner, but yes. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Nia Lethotope has rather interesting methods. Oh. Neither here nor there.
2: <laughs> he did. He's going to take a moment. If that's the only way. He takes a bit de- a deep breath. I don't know what that means, uh, what that means to give up, but... Uh, I'm already, I'm already in it, so, uh, yeah.
0: So he approaches you again, now that you've sort of peeled yourself off the floor and are still kneeled before him. And he brings up his rat-like hand and he places it palm side against your forehead. And there is a sudden jolt And there's a very intense burning sensation that you feel on your forehead as it kind of swirls and twirls around itself in different shapes that feel slightly triangular as it's going around. But it's hard to really judge what it's burning quite like it is. And with that jolt and with that burning sensation, you get a sudden flash in your mind of you holding, a gigantic conch with the dagger in one hand conch in the other facing yet a faceless person mm-hmm. in front of you your brain hasn't quite filled in that gap they're sitting before you and behind them moving in a circle with the ghost wand is another faceless person and there's a, a an almost silvery sort of translucent film that's coming down around you in this little circular bubble that's being formed and enforced by the wand as they go around repeating something and drawing symbols beyond that you see a mass of tentacles writhing around trying desperately to crawl out of the ground and there are cultists on the other side of this bubble who are desperately trying to finish their ritual at the same time that this is happening. And the last bit that you see before he retracts his hand is the dagger going into the chest of this person in front of you and you catching it with the shell. And he steps back
2: So I, so I still have to use the dreamer to kill her.
4: If that is what you intend to do, you have to go into a rite of unbinding with shared purpose or it will not work.
2: Okay. So it's either this or getting this dreamer off, out of this realm, right?
4: If you can find another way to disrupt their ritual, then by all means, but given how short your time is currently,
2: mm.
4: you might have to get creative <laughs> or sacrificial. <laughs> yep. How much does your world mean to you, Glenn? Because that is what's at stake.
2: Well, I got people I care about here, so it means a hell of a lot. So I'll do whatever I can, however I can. (laughs) Including being your avatar. Don't know what that will be like, so, uh, okay. Um, How do I get back? I'm in the middle of nowhere. In a book.
4: I will see to that. Uh, In the meantime, Glen Bishop, don't fuck this up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is another push, a wave of energy that comes off his hand that sends you flying backwards out through the book. The book spews open and coughs you up and you land on the ground next to it. And let's see how lucky you are. (laughs) <laughs> Roll your dice and just tell me what you get. Cool. All right.
2: Come
0: on, please. 32. Okay, yeah, you get pretty lucky. Uh there's an old farmer in this beat-up pick- pickup truck that slows down. Holy Jesus, where did you come from? Are you all right, mister? Uh, <laughs>
2: I'm I'm I am uh, I am okay. Um I'm no, I'm not. I'm not okay, actually. Um, can you take me back
0: to Chicago, please? All the way to Chicago? No, man, that's that's a way. But you know what? I can do. I could take you to the gas station that's right off the interstate. That's
2: something. I I would uh, very much appreciate that. Uh,
0: you uh you, you didn't happen to come from the state hospital, did you? It's not that far from here. Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Yeah, I just have to check. You know. Sometimes we get some runaways, and we just got to make sure everyone's taken care of.
2: Oh, uh, you know, uh, uh, I, uh, someone uh, just, uh, I wouldn't say carjacked me, but uh, uh, I just got Damn dropped off here. city some...
0: folk and their yeah. crime, I tell you. That's why I moved out here. You got to get away from the city.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's super peaceful here. It's nice. Um, uh, But yes, uh, if uh, you could do that, I would very much appreciate that. Thanks. All right, Thank all you.
0: right. Get get in. What a your head okay? You got to... What? You're a scratch there. Hell of a scratch on your forehead.
2: Oh, uh, what? And he's going to run up to, like, the side mirror of the pickup truck to look at his face.
0: You're not one of them Satanists, are you? What? No. <laughs> you look in the mirror and carved, somewhat burned into your forehead is the three-pronged question mark of the yellow sign.
2: Oh, that. Okay.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Cool. (laughs) he like rubs over it. Uh, Is it tender? Or is it just...
0: Uh, It doesn't tickle. But like if I'm... I'm not like taking HP for it.
2: Okay. It's like, okay, I know.
0: I am gonna find my dice and take some sanity though. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) We're gonna (laughs) take a D8. You just learned a lot of unpleasant shit. Mm Do I
2: need to find a D8? Hold on. Are you doing that?
0: I just did. You're gonna take four. Okay,
2: cool, 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 Going down, going down. This is fine. Down, um, down
0: in an earlier round. <laughs> yeah. Swinging, swinging.
2: <laughs> he is going down swinging. Um, <laughs> so, so he's like, ah, oh, uh, it's a long day. Um, no, I, I am not a Satanist. Um, it, uh, just town, uh, gas station, and then I'll I'll figure it out from there probably call a ride or something.
0: (sighs) All right. Thank you. All right. He takes you to the gas station. And now we're going to bounce back over to Esther and Casey.
3: Well, should we just start moving the furniture in front of like the windows and like the door?
1: Um, you know, like a,
3: like a barricade. Uh, I I guess. I
1: mean, that should be fine, you know?
3: You know, like, uh, you know, home alone this, this, uh, this shit. I, I'm
1: (laughs) I, I'm 100% okay with that. Do we have enough stuff to block everything, though? Uh, great question. There's,
0: like, general furniture here, so, yeah. I mean, it's, like, not crazy, but it's what you would find at, like, a, a. oh, god. I was gonna call it an Airbnb, but it's not a breaking and entering.
1: Uh, <laughs> like a, a
0: oh. land. Stay. I was thinking,
1: yeah, that or Air Z and Z, where you get uh. Z's, uh. All <laughs> wow. right, yeah, I like that. I like that better. Oh my god, <laughs> sorry. We'll go with that. Ah, <laughs> uh, I cheese Want myself it. sometimes. I'm sorry.
0: Adding to the corporation list.
1: Oh my gosh, we should get paid for this. Like, seriously. People hire us. Right. I guess make we your... make
3: up also these companies so we don't have to pay them. Pay or... Oh yeah, that's true.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right. So like double is <laughs> like double negative? Double positive. I don't want to get sued answer. and
0: I don't want to have to pay people. Yeah. So if yeah. they want us to mention their name brand, give yeah. us the money.
3: Pay us. <laughs> pay us now. Give us the money. I will sell out for any sort of money.
1: <laughs> Especially was it Welch's fruit snacks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> mm, the best
0: bone gummies. Mm, mm, mm. So flavorful. All right. <laughs> yes. You have like standard Airbnb sort of furniture. Okay. Like it's um, nice, but it's not too nice because they expect people are like going to get drunk and break it, you know?
3: You know, I don't know how sturdy this uh this stuff is, but, uh, it'll do, right? You know, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it's worth a try. I you guess. Uh, okay. Um, maybe do, like, do, like, a good old, uh, you know, like a, like a dresser in front of the front door? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah? Okay. At least, you know, make it a little tough for them. She goes, uh, find a dresser
0: (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah it's mostly empty but it's still kind of heavy so do a strength check for me okay oh my god chat why am i all the way up here what the
1: fuck yeah it it puts you all the way at the top right yeah Mm -hmm.
0: okay but good news casey you're able to move the dresser just fine mine didn't go Oh jeez, is it doing the thing where it's there like? I, oh whoa. god! Oh <laughs> yeah. <You're laughs> fueled by we anxiety, got, got strength, mom, like, yeah. adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. This dresser ain't shit. You got it.
3: It's like she's like dragging it over the hardwood. She's like, I don't give, I don't give a shit if this scratches. F- <laughs> <laughs> We're not paying the deposit here. You know it's freaking detective people are they can they can pay for the fees on this she like uses her foot to like kick it (laughs) to the door (laughs) and push it and um she's like okay we should probably put some more stuff on there um oh we should see if there's another entry like if there's like a back door there is the
0: back door that you guys came in when you parked And the front door, but as far as you know, that's really, unless they go through a window or something, but that would take some pretty decent effort.
1: Um, I guess maybe you can like put the couch or a couple of chairs.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, we could put the 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 couch, and then like we could also stack things on top of the couch, like you said, like chairs or a table. I don't know.
1: Um, yeah, let's do that, and then let's. Put on all the burglar locks on the windows.
3: Yes, yes. Gotta lock it up. We gotta we gotta think slasher rules. They can come in anyway.
1: For safety's sake, everyone also please make sure you engage your burglar locks on your windows. They're the little flip things that you just flip flip and
3: you're good to go. Wow. Gosh, A lot of people it. don't know their windows have them. <laughs> also, yep. if they're broken, get them fixed immediately.
1: Yes. Yep. Please, and thank you.
0: Yes.
3: Be safe. Don't Safety die. first, y'all. Yeah.
0: Alright, okay. you guys manage so, this.
3: Okay, sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine.
0: <laughs> you guys get your, um, your windows locked. Um both of you roll a spot hidden for me.
1: Let's see if my eyes see anything today.
0: <laughs> Are you gonna behave, Surprise. guys? Ooh. Oh, oh. oh. No. <laughs> That's okay. Esther's on high alert and as you're locking the last of the windows around back, you see the car pull up in the driveway. It's too dark to tell who's behind the wheel of it, and the uh, headlights are shining like directly at you, but the car is back.
3: Uh, mm, uh, To to turn off the lights. What, why? Because the car just showed up, but I don't know who's in it, and we need to confirm before we let anybody in.
1: Okay. Casey's gonna run over and shut off all
3: the lights. <laughs> okay, um, and let's get down low. Don't don't stand up. So and then like if they can see, if you can see them, they can see you.
1: Casey like immediately drops down into a crouch and kind of like crab walks over to Esther.
0: <laughs> uh, I love that. Um, <laughs> who doesn't love a good crab walk, honestly? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Just crabbing. Just
0: crabbing, you know. You know. Subtlety be damned. It's never been her strong suit. There is a very loud laying on the horn a couple of times, and then you hear Jubilee calling out Frick. I'm here to talk to the dreamer. Just talk. I'm not going to do anything. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Casey, yeah, like wide eyed, looks over at
3: Esther and kind of like grabs onto her arm. Uh, I'm not giving you up. Uh-uh. Not to that. Not to that wench. That siren. <laughs> I know you're home. Oh, frick. Um.
0: There's nowhere else for you to go.
3: Frick. Uh. Maybe you should hide, and I- I- I'll go out there. Wait. And I'll, um, I'll say you left. Do we?
1: Do you have to? I mean, can you just like crack the window up to the burglar locks and then just like yell out to her? Oh, that's a good idea. You're very smart. I don't Thank think you me. should go out there. You saw how don't agile and nubile she was. Yeah. Okay. So
3: uh we're just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna crack this window. She's still gonna stay out of sight and just try and like crack it a little bit so she can like poke her mouth out. <laughs> you know.
0: Okay, uh you do a stealth and then I'm gonna Uh, fail, apparently. (laughs) Man, you're on it. Esther's done fucking around.
2: (laughs) Esther's here, and she's bam. Beast mode.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Love it. You love to see it. Alright, so you managed to do that. She is obviously not sure where this is happening from. She's still perched by the car. You can see her from your vantage point, especially with that of a success, uh, with a hard success. You can see her, she cannot see you. She is standing with her right arm kind of perched atop the roof of the car. Uh, her left hand is on the car door. She is somewhere in that opening, kind of standing just outside the car.
3: Better not try anything. We got lots of guns pointed at you.
0: I'm I'm not sure I believe that, but I really admire your spirit, so...
3: Well, you'll believe it when you have a bullet in your your butt, so what do you want?
0: Like I said, I just want to talk to the dreamer.
3: So talk!
0: You know you could avoid a lot of this, right? Your name's Casey, right? You know you could be avoiding so much effort and pain if you just consider for a moment what you've done to your friends and all of this and your poor pets and it doesn't have to be like this it really doesn't
3: hey man no doing that emotional abuse stuff okay (laughs) she's a perfect little baby angel she ain't done nothing you guys are doing this
0: there's nothing that we've done that has caused this.
3: Oh, 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 nothing. No, oh, you haven't done anything. Oh, you're just a, just a wee little innocent bystander. Oh.
0: Because your Judge Foundation is so much better. In fact, I feel like the Judge Foundation has been behind a lot of the things that you've been through yourself, Esther. They had you shot. Well. They've had you thrown out of the building?
3: It's not the first building I've been thrown out of. They've thrown out of a lot of buildings.
0: (laughs) They've caused endless pain and let's not even mention what happened to Cyril, poor Cyril, the foundation's hands. So you have to ask yourself who the enemy actually is in this situation.
3: It's anybody that wants to hurt Casey. That's the enemy. Also end the world. I forgot that part.
0: Who's ending the world, though?
3: Oh, I don't know. You're like trying to invite that sleepy guy and he's gonna be all like, I don't I'm awake now. I'm gonna ruin the world.
0: I think we just have very different perspectives on what ending the world really means because for some, yes, the world may end so that a better world can begin. If your Judge Foundation ends. Is that really a bad thing?
1: Casey kind of like shuffles closer to Esther. Um, oh, well, I mean, if the Judge Foundation ends, she's kind of leaving out the fact that like maybe everybody else will die.
3: Yeah, yeah. This lady is a bedonkers. Uh, I don't want you to talk to her, though, because I don't I don't want them to know if you're there or not. Um, It's
0: okay. She doesn't know. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is so unaware.
3: <laughs> listen lady we we don't we don't take Mormons we don't take nothing here so get your get your like hoopla wishy-washy uh join join my cultness and get out of here where's Glenn by the way also don't leave yet until you tell us where Glenn is
0: Glenn's fine I Did left you heard him, him? no I left him safe and sound he just might take a little bit to get home that's all
3: i knew it she probably sold them to the
1: children of the corn (laughs) is that an actual real thing like are there like children that live in the corn maybe but what are they doing the corn all day there's like no place for them to sleep exactly that's why they're insane
3: oh that makes sense all right lady well you're not getting anything from us and casey's not gonna come out, so you need
0: to get I'd already planned on leaving, but I just wanted to offer a bit of a caution it doesn't have to go this way Casey and if it continues like this, your friends will die but it doesn't have to be like that and should you choose to save them And to spare them from the fight that's going to ensue trying to get a hold of you, well, you can find us. I think you know how.
3: Psh, get out of here, girl boss. Trying to sell that, like, frickin' MLM shit here. Get out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She's already getting into her car. Into poor George's car. Poor George. Well,
3: now it's now, her, now it's her car. Yeah, it's, it's her, her car zone. now.
1: It's well, they now. find Her with
3: it. <laughs> 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 we won't get in trouble. <laughs> and the lady, you know, she's a
1: dick. I I mean, yeah, but she does. Very convincing. I mean, I don't want anyone to get hurt i don't want anyone to die because of me
3: no one's gonna die because of you you didn't do anything a bunch of other things put these things into place and then these other people were like oh i want i want to be with those gross interdimensional things and they're like i guess we'll start a cult and whatever and like you didn't do any of this That's what they try to do. That's how these cults get in your head, man. They, like, try to make you think you're the problem. But you are a big, brave dog. And you have done great things. And you're going to keep doing great things.
1: Casey kind of, like, sits down and wraps her arms around her her knees and then just, like, rests her head on her knees and, like, nods slightly. Not fully convinced. Still kind of, like, upset. But she nods regardless.
3: I already lost one friend. And I haven't been very good at finding him. And gosh god damn it, I'm not gonna lose anybody else. I just I can't handle it. She's like gonna roughly like close all the curtains and turn the lights back on when she sees that the car is fully gone.
0: It is, and I imagine you're doing this sort of slightly paranoid thing of checking occasionally back alley, street, and yeah, front.
3: Everything's okay, <laughs> but
0: you don't see anybody. Like you don't see the car circling back. You don't see anyone like camped out weirdly. A sort of quiet just descends.
3: Okay, um, I don't know what kind of food or stuff is around here, and I don't know when Glenn's going to be back. But I think it's good that we just kind of, you know, buckle down and hang tight. Um, so I'm going to see if there's any wood and maybe nails around here. I don't know. Um, we can home alone this joint. Um, are you okay? Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm fine. I'm great. And she kind of, she smiles, nods her head. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Esther,
0: you can do a psychology on that if you want to see how much of a truth that was. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> hmm. Okay. That's good. At least one
3: of us is. <laughs> um Do you do you need me to help? No, 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 no. I I I just want you to if if I don't do something, I'm gonna like freak out, you know. (laughs) Um, so I used to watch a lot of those uh, videos, like online videos, uh, just for fun, like, you know, how you kind of go down a hole, and you watch a bunch of weirdos and stuff. I mean, not weirdos, but like people that are like, oh, the world's gonna end at any minute. Here's how to prepare for the apocalypse. I like to watch those videos sometimes. I don't know why. It kind of makes me less anxious, you know, when things are real bad. You know, kind of like watching horror movies, even though, like, you're, like, deathly afraid of them. So, I know in this one, they were like, you you hammer nails into a plank of wood, and then you put that wood underneath the window. So, if somebody tries to break into the window, they step on a bunch of nails. So, I'm gonna try and make that. I mean, that's
1: surprisingly smart.
3: Who knew that going down a weird internet hole would end up being useful?
0: <laughs> You're going to have to go out to the garage if you want to maybe find <clears throat> something Ooh. to more thoroughly home alone it.
3: Is the garage separate from the house?
0: It is. It's <laughs> sort of the the typical, like, here's a Chicago bungalow, and then here out back is your garage.
3: Yeah. And there's a okay. little tiny
0: yard in between.
3: Um. All right, so I guess, um, well, if I want to check for supplies, they'd be in the garage. Um, are, are you going to be okay if I step out for a minute? I can, like, climb out one of these windows, maybe, and then we don't have to move all this stuff.
1: I, I mean, are you going to be okay going out by yourself? I can go with you. think I maybe like, I, it would be no. better for us to stay together.
3: Oh, right, but might be nice to have somebody be like a lookout uh okay yeah let's let's stick together because i don't want anything to happen to you
1: um can we like do a spot hidden or something to see if there's like anything we can use as a weapon
0: in the house yeah yes actually just roll a d100 and then we'll see what you find based on that roll okay uh, you can find a portable household item that it, you can easily lift with one hand so you can decide what that is if that's like a broom or a vacuum or a toaster or you know something that you can wield one handed you can find Lost it in this house a
3: frying pan <laughs>
0: <laughs> it'll have to be one of the smaller ones because those get yeah. hefty but yeah you can yeah
1: I am going to grab uh, a spray bottle of bleach.
0: (coughs) Oh, God. Chemical warfare. Yeah, right in my (laughs) eyebrows. Just going to commit some war crimes. All right.
3: (laughs) Hey, who hasn't committed a little bit of war
0: crimes? (laughs) You know, just between friends, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) that's fine okay
3: (laughs) okay um and then let's leave all the lights on in the house so it looks like we're in here even though we're gonna be in the garage okay all right um is there a window we can like climb out of i know i think we're on the first floor yeah there's quite close to the Yeah, we can say
0: that you can get out the window that you opened when you were talking to Jubilee.
1: Okay, perfect. Um,
3: Okay.
0: I'm not even going to make you roll for it. You can just do it. It's fine. It spits you out onto like a back patio deck kind of thing.
3: Okay, so we should um, stick together. So she's going to link her arm (laughs) with Casey's. And you keep your eye on the... Back of things, and I'll keep eye on the front of things. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And no matter what it is coming at you, swing at it. Even if it's even if it were like a baby, because what's a baby doing out in the woods? Okay.
1: that's
0: good advice.
3: That's good. It's
1: good advice.
0: Especially if it's a baby. Mm. Yeah, you see a <laughs>
1: random baby just walking around in the woods, no.
0: If you yeah. hear a random baby, the chances no. that it's actually someone trying to murder you are pretty high.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah. trust you don't trust that baby.
0: No, don't <laughs> that trust baby's that baby. A
3: liar. Uh, <laughs>
0: okay. Murder baby. And then
3: we're gonna go as fast as we can, but we're not gonna run. We're just gonna speed walk. Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. Mm. Okay. Roll. Well, listen for me. Okay, mm.
4: <laughs> Dang it.
3: Oh,
1: thank God. Tag team, at least one of us.
0: (laughs) All right, you guys are down the patio. You are tiptoeing across that backyard. And Casey, you hear the sound of a trash can, at least the lid of it, getting knocked over onto the ground down the alleyway.
1: She's gonna, like, hold up her spray bottle and, like, whip Esther around. I
3: heard something over there. Shit. Okay. Uh, what are we closer to? The garage or the house at this point?
0: Oof. Okay. Uh, you're closer to the house. <laughs> Sorry. Bad dice. <laughs> Maybe.
3: Okay. Let's just run back. I don't think it's worth it. Okay.
0: Okay. So getting out of the window, very easy. Getting back into the window, <laughs> a little harder. It might have to be a situation where you boost one person and then they pull from the other side.
3: Okay. Here. um, Esther's gonna like kneel down and like cup her hands together. Go ahead. I'll boost you up. Okay. I'm gonna like
1: yeet myself through the window using Esther's hands.
0: That's gonna be strength checks for both of you. Okay. Oof. (laughs) That's okay. There's a little bit of a fumble because you haven't had to climb through a window since you were a teenager. And even then, you probably didn't even need to sneak out of your house. Your parents probably would have just let you, but, you know, it's it's the principle of the thing. Yeah. So, you fumble a little bit, just trying to catch yourself and pull yourself up, but Esther has been eating her Wheaties and just gives you a nice solid boost right up through that window.
3: She's just snuck out of the house a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All, All right. right. I'm gonna I'll turn down and like stick
1: my arm out to like try and like help pull her up.
0: All right, more two more stealth roll or strength checks, right. stealth rolls. I don't know why strength. I said stealth. Oh, Lord, oh my gosh! Lord. Not
1: rely on me today.
0: <laughs> You're a stabilizing force as Esther pulls herself up.
1: <laughs> Esther, roll a
0: spot hidden for me. Uh, okay. Okay.
2: Esther's on high alert.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are firing on all cylinders at this point. Like, my God, the world is trying. To, the world's literally trying to end. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs>
2: We're I'm part
3: of it.
0: <laughs> it. <laughs> ah. All right. Uh, okay, so you pull yourself up with Casey's stabilizing assistance. in what In your heaving motion to sort of get yourself up high enough to pull yourself through the window your head kind of breaches the base of the window, like the window frame around the window itself, and you catch in the reflection, your eyes are glowing a kind of very soft, white gold kind of color, just for the faintest flash of a second, almost like you caught a refraction from your eye, but there's no light source, at least not that's hitting you directly enough for that to be, and you blink and it's gone as you pull yourself through the window.
3: She's gonna quickly slam the uh, window shut and lock it very quickly, just, like, shaking her head. It's fucked up, man.
1: Can we, um, see the alleyway from, like, this window? Yeah, you can. Just gonna, like, peek back through the window and look in the direction of the alleyway. Do you see anything? Uh, Do do I see something? (laughs)
0: You see the fattest rat you've ever seen in your life waddling (laughs) down the alleyway from the direction that you heard the noise. Uh,
1: Holy crap, I didn't even know rats could get that big. Do you see it?
0: It's practically beaver-sized.
1: That's a rat? Yeah.
0: This rat stops traffic.
3: What is it eating? Holy crap. Hey, uh, they really know how to grow them out here, huh? Uh, what is in what is it eating? Like, is it is it like you probably think it's like hormones or waste. something? Yeah, probably hormones. That's what it is. It's definitely not on an all vegan diet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's nothing but steroids. <laughs> Rat steroids. Gross.
3: Well, Yuck. maybe we're a little too cautious, but better safe than sorry.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that thing could eat us.
3: Yeah, that thing would, like, people elbow us into, like, from a high rope.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <see>? Yes, please. <laughs>
1: Do
3: you see it? It's muscles have muscles. So gross. It's so nasty. I hope I die and I come back as that just so I can be so gross.
0: <laughs> that rat is goals.
1: That rat never skips leg day. No. Yeah. It's king rat.
0: Other days,
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, at least it's not people, you know.
1: Yeah, people rats. Oh man, could you imagine? What if they're like walking rats that wear trousers? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Animals in pants is always funny, though. That's true. But could you imagine, like, a rat that size wearing pants? It was like, how doody. do? I'm a plumber. I got a little plumber's crack.
0: Because a rat that size would definitely have butt cheeks. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Like, uh, big no old doubt. rat badonkadonk. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That rat is
0: stacked. Stack that, rat is that rat is bodacious. Thick, Thick rat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Two capital C's.
0: The <laughs> name is Thickums.
1: <laughs> oh my god! You almost made me spit orange juice all over <laughs> oh my
0: You I was literally gonna sip
1: tea. I was gonna die. I'm glad I avoided that shit. <laughs> Sorry. Oh my god. Oh
0: god. We need uh... to stop objectifying this rat. Um... <laughs> okay.
3: Oh shit. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Thickums. Well, maybe the rat'll get anybody that tries to show up. Sorry, this is still laughing. Yes. Uh, okay, uh, seriously. Uh,
0: We're not laughing at Thickums the Rat. The t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. God.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, get it. just grab a cough drop real quick. Oh, shit, that was funny. Oh, I'm going to be giggling for days now with <laughs> Thickums the Rat. <laughs>
0: Humble request from our listeners someone please draw thicker yes, yes, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she's going down the street. It's just like, huh? Do you hear that applause? It's weird. What is that? It's, it's tiny, like yet mighty. Yeah. It's just a tiny. <laughs>
3: is brought to you by Wampus House Productions and the Penwich Studio Network. Starring Cassie as the game mistress, writer, and producer, Ashley as Casey Jones, Sade as Glenn Bishop, and Samantha as Esther Willows. Need something to add to your podcast queue? We've got just the thing.
0: Hello. I want to tell you about a new podcast on Arcade Audio called Lakeshore in Limbo. It's an improvised
4: occult noir detective series told using tabletop role-playing game rules. It stars C.J. Tour, who is a performer with the Second City Theatricals, as Vince Melody, a gentleman detective who looks suspiciously like a golden age Hollywood film star who should certainly be dead by now. Nathan Kaplan, who is
0: an alum of the Second City's Severn Darden graduate program, as Abe Cohen, Vince's crotchety alchemist partner, and Tina R. Fay, who is a performer at the I O and Annoyance Theaters as Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who used to be a cat? And it's narrated by me, James Harvey Freely. To listen, just search for Lakeshore and Limbo in your favorite podcatcher, and be sure to subscribe for new episodes each week.